1: 77 W.A.B.C.
2: And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 W.A.B.C. A lot to get to this morning. One, a bloody Labor Day weekend in Chicago and Philadelphia, leaving 15 dead, seven shot amid Labor Day bloodshed in New York City. Three cities, major bloodshed, one weekend, and in some cases, one day. That's one issue. Issue number two, the judge has granted former President Trump's uh, motion to appoint a special master in the uh, Mar-a-Lago FBI raid and I I know it's a day late, and, 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 and most of this stuff has already been looked at, but there has to be some fairness in this process, frankly speaking, for Mr. Trump. There has to be some fairness. Bottom line, Obama wouldn't be treated this way. Bush wouldn't be treated this way. Clinton wouldn't be treated this way. There has to be some fairness. And so now, officially... Labor Day is in our rear view mirror and campaigns shift into high gear. The candidates for New York Governor Kathy Hochul, Lee Zeldin, were out in force at the West Indian Day Parade on Eastern Parkway in Crown Heights. But we start this morning with two follow-ups. I pay very close attention to what you folks have to say. And so I'm starting this morning with Jennifer, who is part of our listening family from up in Boston. And she called yesterday and was very upset, became emotional about the group of underage children that did something that is just awful allegedly set a small dog on fire, set a small dog on fire and killed the dog in a community outside of Boston in Lynn. And because they are under the age of 12 in Massachusetts, they cannot be criminally charged. This is a big story in Boston. And I want you to listen so how WBZ television in Boston is covering this. A gruesome discovery in Lynn, where police are investigating a case of a dog that was reportedly burned to death.
3: WBZ's Jordan Jagelinser is in Lynn for us this morning with the latest on the case, Jordan.
4: Nick and Courtney, good morning. Certainly a disturbing incident that happened here in Lynn yesterday afternoon. We're learning a small dog was beaten and then burned to death. It all happened at a housing complex on Kerwin Circle, which is also where the dog's owner lives. Our WBZI team has also learned that the suspects and witnesses that police are questioning are young children between the ages of 9 and 11. Now, police at this time are waiting for the necropsy to be done. They are still investigating this case. And an important note that here in Massachusetts, children under the age of 12 cannot be charged with a crime
2: absolutely horrible and thank you jennifer for bringing that to our attention before we get into the meat and potatoes of today's issues that we're discussing this morning another follow-up i told you folks that and and i take no excitement in this i told you folks that black lives matter was nothing but a straight-up scam And now they are being sued from within, from within for millions of dollars just disappearing into the thin air. A new lawsuit accuses a former Black Lives Matter leader of stealing more than $10 million in donations. This lawsuit has been filed in Los Angeles County, and the gentleman is reported to, uh, on behalf of the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation, was supposed to be responsible for taking in the money, but apparently $10 million disappeared, allegedly, into his own pocket. I want you to listen, folks, for a second here to how Fox News is covering this lawsuit that is
3: ongoing in Los Angeles. And it's not coming from the media, but prominent members within BLM who accuse the parent organization, the BLM Global Network Foundation, and board member Shalamiya Bowers of enriching himself on donations. So according to the lawsuit, this is a case of a rogue administrator, a middleman turned usurper who was hired to collect donations and account expenditures of the BLM movement. However, after siphoning more than $10 million in fees from donors, Mr. Bowers decided he could not let go of his personal piggy bank. So it's about a year ago that Bowers and two others took control of BLM after the group failed to file financial reports and tried to conceal some expenses. Well, a lawsuit claims the new executive team, quote, began changing passwords of shared social media accounts, hired expensive high-powered lawyers and media consultants to bully and harass the organizers, fraudulently raised money from unsuspecting donors, and that Bowers made some $2 million in less than eight months. So previously, BLM had called such accusations, quote, right-wing misinformation. Well, this lawsuit, however, comes from black grassroots members.
2: So... Is it right-wing misinformation this time? Bottom line, folks, and then I'm going to start with your telephone calls, and then we'll get into the topics this morning. You cannot take a bunch of misguided so-called community leaders that don't have anything themselves and expose them to $90 million with very little accountability. You can't do it. I want you to do me a favor. Go ask any of your Democratic friends why, with all of this money missing and all of these homes purchased, why nobody's in jail? Why is nobody under investigation? Official criminal investigation? It's called votes for the Democratic Party. It's called looking the other way. Bottom line. I want to start this morning with our friend Jennifer in Boston who brought this, uh, this, uh, horrific incident to, um, to us, uh, yesterday. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind?
4: Good morning, Dominic. Um, first of all, on a, um, brighter note, congratulations to your beloved Courtney. Um, I'm sure you're very proud of her and that's quite an accomplishment. So good for her. And, um uh, you mentioned Dolce last night too. And I want you to know, I've thought of you countless times in Dolce and said, uh, just some um, some prayers and healing energy your way because I know it's it's a horrible burden to bear the loss of a, of a beloved pet. So um, that said, um, I appreciate you giving um, that story um, some more coverage because it's absolutely heart wrenching to think that children children would beat and burn alive a, a precious dog that would have done nothing but love them, no doubt. If given the chance. Um, so to me, I, I'm just so grateful. And also the BLM story, all of it. I thank you for your intellectual honesty and your um, just your decency, because you're not afraid as much kickback and slack as you get. You speak the truth and I honor you for that. And if I could, can I um, briefly speak about two things that were in the news that didn't get covered
2: quickly, please go okay. right ahead.
4: Yep. yep. Rayshard Brooks out in um, Wisconsin, you know the well, it wasn't the man. It was the it was the uh, the uh, vehicle that ran over people. Um, remember, they were saying at the Christmas parade um, yes. that it was the SUV killed people. The red SUV. Well, yes. it was the man that killed the people, and he did it intentionally, as we all know. Well, I don't know if that you, know, but he had a court hearing recently. And he acted a fool. He was saying this is political, you know, racist. It's everything but his fault. And he yeah, made wait,
2: wait. 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 Hold, wait. Hold on, Jennifer. Hold on. It's racist. Yep. He 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 killed all white people, elderly grandmothers. What? yeah, it is racist and, on his part.
4: Yeah. yeah, and a child, and a child he killed. And this is like political, you know, like he. It it was just gross. I read about it. I think it was in the Daily Mail. It's the only place I saw it. I I read about it probably a week ago, maybe, but I've not had the opportunity to bring it up because, you know, our time's limited, which I I get. So I just think someone should just remember those people that were killed and and just replace that man and his action with the Buffalo shooter at the supermarket. If the Buffalo shooter acted a fool at his hearing, it would be all over the news. As should this man. You know, I've always said, Dominic, equal, equal. You know, I don't care if you're a white killer or a black killer or a pig with purple polka dots. Everyone, everyone that is killed and their life snatched on this earth, that matters. And it should yes. all be covered the same. And last but not least, speaking of which, um, you had a nice man call last night talking about the pig growth in the Ecuadorian community. I'm sure there are a lot of people that come to this country illegally. Um, That aren't all bad. But we lose thousands and thousands of lives here every year to illegal immigration. People that are killed, they're either murdered, they're killed by drunk drivers. I can tell you a couple of stories off the top of my head, okay? That said, there was a story in uh, Harris County, uh, Texas, um, about 10 days ago, there was a 47-year-old Hispanic woman. I don't know her immigration status, but God love her. She had worked hard all day and was returning to her apartment. And um, she was snatched by two MS-13 gang members. Uh, she was put in the trunk of her car, driven around, robbed, and then uh, killed. And come to find out, they had also been trying to target other people in this uh, apartment complex. They were masked and trying to break into places. And... Um, They have been charged with another murder, too. Um, You know, tattooed faces, the whole thing, Dominic, with the dead, dark eyes, just dead. And they are here wreaking havoc in our community. They are killing people. Yep. So people shouldn't.
2: I I, I thank you for the call, Jennifer. I do have to move on because we we do have a lot of calls, but I thank you. And Jennifer started out, well, she's right about these MS-13 members. And remember the heat that President Trump took? when he said he was going to go after the ms13 members and and he said something about uh you know if they have a long ride in the police car to the station house don't be too nice to them and it was like the end of the world and these guys are horrible what what they allegedly do i do want to thank jennifer uh, for mentioning my daughter uh my daughter uh, courtney a reporter who's now in public relations, and she made her dad very proud. And 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 to be honest with you folks, I'm going through a very tough time right now with the loss of a uh, friend, uh, a longtime friend of 50 years. And um, it was the only positive thing, uh, it, I, out of everything that's going on lately. And so my daughter Courtney wrote a book, a children's book, that's good for everyone, right? It's called Eva, the Kid Reporter, and the book is about my granddaughter, but it's my daughter's personality merged in as well. And my daughter is a little girl would ask a million and one questions, and I would, I, we laugh at it now, but I, I would say, "Oh, Courtney, do you are, are you gonna how many more questions are you gonna ask your father?" And sometimes her feelings would get hurt. But she wrote the book, and she's got this campaign uh, going on on Kickstarter.com under her name, Courtney Carter DeJesus and uh, Eva the Kid Reporter. So if you get a chance, check it out. But folks, uh, and Jennifer, thank you for for mentioning that and for bringing the case of the kids and Lynn uh, to my attention for what they allegedly did uh, to to this uh, to this dog. Uh, Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 W.A.B.C. Let's go to Dave in Los Angeles. Good morning, Dave. What's on your mind?
1: Yes, well, this, you know, having that money stolen from Black Lives Matter, that's just good news to me. Because first of all, if you're dumb enough to give money to that fraud organization that was uh, killing cops, throwing cement to cops, all the disruption and fire burnings, well, you're a stupid idiot, you deserve to have your money lost. Secondly... Black Lives Matter is just a political action committee fundraiser for the Democratic Party. So if that guy stole $10 million, well, that's just $10 million less to go to back Democratic candidates. And shame on everybody involved in Black Lives Matter. Look at the outcome now with a bunch of self-entitled, spoiled brat thugs that do smash and grabs, that will run up and push cops. It's really been a, the worst thing that our society has endured. And thank goodness, less money on the streets. I hope it all gets burnt
5: up.
2: Dave, I, I wish that I could tell you that you were wrong. I, I really wish that I could say that you're wrong. But you're not wrong. You're speaking the truth. And and we all have to speak the truth. And uh, listen, I, I'm very clear on this. Uh, as Americans, we all have a right to protest. That That is a great right that, by the way, soldiers have died for to protect uh, for us worldwide number one number two you have a right to protest but what these con artists did is they took advantage of the masses the masses good white and black people uh that came out and protested sometimes with good intention not everybody out there was bad but these guys You know the game three-card Monty in which there was a shootout near St. Patrick's Cathedral less than a week ago? What these leaders of Black Lives Matter did amounts to three-card Monty. They played with your emotions to get you to give money to them so that they could enrich themselves. That's what this was all about from day one. These people are losers in life. And now they got to be somebody. In journalism for close to 40 years, what I have found is everybody, everybody wants their 15 minutes. Everybody wants to be Kim Kardashian. Everybody wants to be a star. They want to be on TV. They want to have reporters paying attention to them. And, hey, by the way, if you can purchase a few homes and and steal a few millions knowing that the Democrats and these progressive DAs are not going to go after you? Really, at the end of the day, how could you blame them? How could you blame them? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't steal from people like that. But how could you blame them knowing that there's going to be no repercussion, no repercussion for what they did? Because as long as they're selling a dollar and a dream of, we're going to turn out massive votes for the Democratic Party. At the end of the day, that's all that counts. Let's go to Tony in New Jersey. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, I heard the story about the uh, the
1: uh, children killing the dog. Yes. And uh, I, I, I know they're not going to go to jail, but they definitely need psychiatric help. And, well,
2: uh, I I don't know and, what the juvenile court does in uh, Massachusetts, but again, as Jennifer pointed out, and it is correct, uh, as a juvenile under the age of twelve, they cannot emphasis cannot be prosecuted.
1: Well, I'm not saying prosecute them. I'm saying they need help. No, I because
2: I I, I, mean? I hear you, and I I think we all agree with your assessment. I mean, I I don't mean to sound like um not sensitive to the situation uh-huh. but i'm thinking about the dog that's no longer yeah, with us
3: yeah. i'm yeah, thinking I, about I'm the dog, dog that them. that would have
2: loved those children yeah and yeah. probably protected those children with his or her life and they tricked this dog and then beat the dog and then burned the dog to death so right now and and maybe maybe my sentiment should be with these troubled children but my sentiment is with the dog right now, to be honest with you, Tony.
1: Well, the thing is, these children, they're, they're, they're demonstrating what serial killers do. Absolutely. They kill animals. Absolutely. So you, you, you might have potential serial killers in that group, and, and I think they should check the parents and, and the relatives of these kids, because uh, these kids aren't uh, are made serial killers or whatever. May, you know the parents did that, or, or some adult did that.
2: Right. Well, Tony, you you you, know? you 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 are correct, and it's the world we live in. Thank you for the call, Tony. I, I say it night after night for the good of America. Progressive politicians have to go, and that's why I I am hoping for a good Republican sweep. With the midterms, not because I love Republicans or not because I love Democrats, but Democrats have had the power. And what have they done with it? How has it bettered our lives? We are now forced to sit and watch a system set up for migrants that's costing us millions. And if you or I are in that same situation, we would be put out on the street and evicted. Period. And sent to a horrible shelter where God knows what may happen to us in that shelter. And this is the world that we live in. Al in Yonkers, good morning and welcome to Talk Radio seventy seven WABC.
6: Yeah, hello Dominic. You know, I just wanted to touch on what you said about the uh, the uh, what occurred in Chicago and the different cities over the weekend. You know, in Chicago, a crime has been out of control. You know, I'm sure the city tourism has really taken a hit because, you know, people aren't going to go where they don't feel safe. Just like in 2020, I'm sure Minneapolis really took a hit, too, with their tourism. Uh, so, you know, I just wanted to say if this continues, you know, J- Mayor uh, Lightfoot, who ran as an outsider uh, uh, a couple of years ago, and she beat that, that, some uh, season pop.
2: That's what we call it, Al, an outsider. I'm going to fix the system. Is that what we call it?
6: Yeah, exactly. As she came in, you know, as an, like, exactly. She beat some uh, people, uh, politicians who were part of the Chicago machine, like one of the Daily Suns. And uh, she came in, and uh, I just think if it continues this way, uh, she'll have a difficult time uh, as she seeks a second term. Do you agree?
2: I, I don't know. I, 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 I honestly don't know, Al, because people yes. blindly go in the booth and vote Democratic. Yes. And so so I don't know. And if I can be honest with you, um, the sure. best way I can say this, she shows up to the community. Brother, 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 sister, 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 I'm with you. We've got to stand up against the man. It's our turn for power now. But look at the people that died in Chicago this weekend. Where's the power? Where's the political power in that? There is no power. None. Thank you for the call, Al, and uh, and you have a uh, great morning. Let's go to uh, Raymond. Raymond is calling from Brooklyn. Good morning, Raymond. What's on your mind? Raymond, are you with me? Going once, going twice, gone. Max in Manhattan. Good morning, Max. What's on your mind? Good morning,
1: Dominic. Um, listen, uh, I heard you about when you were talking about uh, voting these Republicans in. But my argument is here: here is that if you have the diebold voting machines, Soros bought a good portion of them up. I think we should have paper ballots, and everyone who's voting with a paper ballot or was ever counting them should have a video camera placed above their head so they can be watched. Paper ballots.
2: Well. It's it's not a bad idea, but, I mean, we would be going back in terms of I, I, I understand why you're saying this, Max. But, you know, given the technology that's out there, we're going to go back to paper ballots, and then it's so expensive for the cameras. But, but I understand your point for peace of mind and so that everyone feels that the process is on the up and up. But I, I, I realistically, I, I just can't see a scenario where we go back uh, to that type of uh, situation. But I do thank you for your telephone call. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800 848 And we are discussing a number of topics that I'm going to get into. The bloody weekend in Chicago, Philadelphia, and New York. And I'm going to get more into the fact that the judge has granted former President Trump's motion. It was the right thing to do to appoint a special master in his case. Some of those documents are tax-related or privileged conversation. And law enforcement should not be able to, even though they already have, to see those types of uh, documents. We're going to deal with that. And also, the race for New York governor shifts into high gear. I do want to tell you folks this. I am proudly support supporting the Tunnel to Towers 5K Run Walk. And we're in first place, folks, but I'm supporting it again this year. But we got to stay there. It's on Sunday, September 25th, and we need your help. Help us remember those lost on 9-11 as we retrace FDNY firefighter Stephen Siller's final footsteps together. I'm going to be out there just like last year at the event and would really appreciate you donating to my team. It's really simple to support the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Dominic Carter team. Here's how you do it. Go to wabcradio.com slash walk and click on my photo to donate to my team. I'm trying to beat the numbers we had from last year. That's wabcradio.com slash walk. Thank you for your support as together we help America's heroes. One of the largest walks in New York city for a great cause WABCradio.com slash walk. I'll be right back with your telephone calls.
7: They say this is a big rich town. I just
2: come from the poorest part. Bright like city life. I gotta make it.
1: Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
2: And we are back, folks. Thank you for joining us this morning. I hope that your, your day is off to a good start. Always remember that glass is always half full. It is never half full empty that's the way i've lived my entire life i'm looking at a uh, email from a uh, a friend of the program a good friend of the program sal and sal says i am not surprised that we had a bloody labor day weekend this is common behavior among thugs gangbangers recidivists and other criminally minded genetic accidents wow tough. Ouch. I believe it's too late to reach them through education because they have already decided to live the thug life. Street crime is their BA. Getting sentenced by a judge is their MA. Serving time is their PhD. And the jail time that they serve is in their alma mater. That's from Sal, a friend of the uh, program. And folks, the race for governor uh, is moving in New York, is moving into high gear. In a moment, I'm going to go right back to your telephone calls. But Labor Day traditionally is when uh, that exactly happens and start paying attention, closer attention to your television. You're going to see the Hoku ads. You're going to see the Zeldin ads. And they were out in force yesterday at the West Indian Day Parade on Eastern Parkway in Crown Heights. Uh, Z- uh, Zeldin has trailed Kathy Hochul in some polls by as much as 24 points ahead of the November 8th election, but there, but there was a survey released Saturday by an independent group that shows that um uh, that th- that her that the lead is within single digits that Zeldin has closed the gap. And all I can say is what I've been saying to you folks for um, for a while. If Kathy Hochul thinks that she's going to Rose Garden strategy her way into a full term in the governor, governor's mansion, that's not going to happen. She's making a big mistake if she thinks that she can be on cruise control to win the governor's race. But we will see what happens uh, Mr. Zeldin was at a uh, a, a big uh, fundraiser in New Jersey um, Monday with former President Donald Trump. We'll see how that all plays out. Trump uh, is not popular with the electoral base in uh, New York City. So we'll see if there's any damage, but I'm sure that Zeldin made a lot of money appearing with Mr. Uh, Trump. Let's go to Orlando in Valhalla, New York. Good morning. What's on your mind?
0: Good morning, Dominic. Keep up the good work. Well, I'm thank you. I'm going to say that I, I'm born and raised in the Bronx, proud graduate of D.W. Clinton.
2: You're breaking up. So, so wait, wait, wait. You said a proud, from the Bronx, like like myself, you graduated from DeWitt Clinton. I attended DeWitt Clinton, one of the high schools. And what was the rest of it? Because you broke up. Orlando. Well, I think Orlando is, is gone. But thank you. Let's now go to uh, Orange County. Let's say good morning to Paul. Good morning, Paul. What's on your mind?
6: Good morning, Dominic. Um,
5: good
6: morning.
2: Go right ahead, please.
5: little MIA with uh, Kamala Harris. Where has she been?
2: Who knows? Who knows? No, and who cares? Like all of a
8: sudden, she just dropped off the face of the earth.
2: No well, more
5: gas. No more laughing.
2: Right. Well, you you know when 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 you feel in politics when 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 there's blood in the water, or or you feel someone is is uh, a political liability, you keep them at arm's length. And so, she stood arm in arm with Joe Biden to uh, become vice president, but now she may view her association with him as a liability. The truth of the matter is, Paul, uh, I wish her well in her career, but she's just not ready for prime time at this level. Some people, excuse me, most politicians think that they are. They are extremely ambitious, but they're not. It takes a very special person to do well, to excel, on that national stage of being president or vice president. And um, I, I just don't see her having the goods.
5: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. But uh, it's, it's – it's, uh, she's just not there. Before it was come out of this, come out of that, and now <laughs> she's just totally disappeared, and we don't
2: hear
6: any more laughing or any of that. Yeah, good stuff.
2: <laughs> no, no more of the dumb laughs, but – uh Paul I I um I thank you for the call. Maybe maybe Paul that was nervous energy on on her on her part. But uh frankly uh she needs some media training because there are many other ways to deflect a question than a silly laugh. I would rather her almost say uh I didn't hear the question. Please repeat it to so give yourself a few seconds to come up with a response rather than the uh the than the uh the laughing. Forrest Hills and our friend Stan. Good morning, Stan. What's on your mind? Uh
8: the decision was wrong about Trump, the judge, but it came through. That's it. It was a Trump judge appointed. I've been hearing it uh, the last judge was a a uh, Democrat. So I said to myself, okay, it's a Trump judge. All right, fine. But I don't think it means anything at this stage. I think the FBI and the DOJ have looked at most of the documents, and I think they'll appeal it, which they're allowed to do. But they're going to wait to see what the exact uh, uh, decision was, and they'll read it. And then my guess is they'll either appeal it or not. And so, so Stan,
2: uh, let me ask you a question. If there are privileged documents in there, if there are tax documents in there, how can you say it was the wrong decision?
8: You don't know what was in there. I don't know what was in there, so I'm not so going so to it's the wrong right decision. decision. Just a minute, okay. This man, this woman, made a decision based on what she doesn't know what's in there. I don't know what's in there. The FBI and the DOJ do know what's in there. That's their job, They've right? But, okay, but wait, wait wait wait, 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 Go wait, wait, wait. Stand, Go
2: ahead. stand. So we're just supposed to accept the word of the Justice Department and the FBI as final, and that's that. No,
8: you know, you have a fine line between. Uh, what is uh, law and order and what is this? You've made that point when you talked a couple of seconds ago uh, related to uh, the FBI and so forth. Uh, You you seem to sometimes like when uh, justice, you know, law and order does the right thing and when they don't do the wrong thing and that's understandable and so forth. But your fine line is what surprises me, you know? Anyway, the point is, I think, I think, uh, they'll they'll basically uh appeal it if they don't they don't but i also believe this case on um, this situation is not the main case i think the situation in georgia is the case where he basically obstructed an election and asked the guy find me votes also uh, talking to the uh, attorney uh, general over there that is the case because they got him on un on, on voice they also got what he did and so forth. So and the Stan, Georgia situation is to Stan, me is the main Stan, thing.
2: I, I don't want I don't want your head to explode because you're a friend. But my my reading of that audio tape is that he's talking to the uh, election official, or, and he says, "Look, I just need to find eleven thousand eleven thousand votes. I think I think he said eleven thousand five hundred. That's not saying go steal me eleven thousand votes."
8: Dominic, you're hip, you're smart. What does that, come on, Dominic. Are we what that what here? that means, okay, let, Dominic, let me tell you, because one. you what? ain't stupid, you're pretty Wait, smart. No, you're, 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 vote. you're right. You,
2: it's, okay, I, I said I didn't want your head to explode, Stan. What I'm trying to say to you is that in a court of law, before a jury, that comment is open to interpretation. It is not a clear-cut example of go steal 11,000 votes. It and I don't open. care. I don't care. I don't care what CNN tells you. They don't know what they're talking about. They and a court of law. Go ahead.
8: I don't care. You know, you guys use Fox like a hundred thousand times. Wait, No, times. no, no, so no, no, don't no. Talk I CNN. Stan,
2: Stan I, I don't use anything. I go independently, and you should know that. I, when you say when you say you guys, I use CNN cuts as well. I don't hear too many CNN.
8: I hear mostly Fox on it. But anyway, let's forget that. That's not important. The point okay. is this, okay? Uh, as far as I'm concerned, of course it's not, The judge ruled. That's the way it is. But I think the government will appeal. Whether they do or not, it's not the point. The documents that or whatever there, the FBI. And the DOJ had absolute and total right to go through them. They got court uh, approval, and that's it. There's nothing illegal about going through it. Trump wants to stall. I don't, he did the legal thing, and that's logical for him and so forth, which he does all the time. So by stalling, it gives him time. And, yeah, they'll go through the documents, taxes and so forth, but there's a lot of other documents that he shouldn't have had to begin with. And that well, could
2: be I, a problem I I I hear you stand, but but how I honestly feel about this, and I thank you for the call. I'm about to go to uh Jay in Edison, New Jersey, but how I honestly feel about this is that are you kidding me? We we're going to prosecute possibly an American president, former president, because of a few documents that maybe maybe he shouldn't have had. And we're going to try and prosecute an American president for that. But you see, we we should have seen the signs coming. Because whether you like Trump, whether you hate Trump's guts, he has not been treated fairly. First, first is the Twitter thing, right? He's disrespected in a way that no other American president has ever been disrespected. Then we go to the raid thing. He's disrespected in a way that no other American president has been disrespected. And so I just listened to my friend Stan, and Stan doesn't have a problem with the Justice Department receiving documents that they are not entitled to look at, privileged conversations that should be between client and their lawyer or financial personal financial documents. And my friend Stan says that's okay. That's not okay. Because if it was Obama or Clinton, Stan's of the world would be screaming bloody murder. Jay in Edison, New Jersey, good morning. What's on your mind? Uh, good
1: morning. Two things. One is on, under equal protection law. If you look at the Fifth Amendment for federal law and you combine it with the 14th Amendment, which makes it apply to the state law, uh you're supposed to treat similar people similarly, uh in when you dispense justice. That's what the Fifth Amendment's all about, fairness and procedure right. No, and I, I, I
2: I hear you, Jay. I hear you. But but are you really gonna tell me that you think an American president's gonna be treated the way the rest of us are? No,
1: that's not what I'm saying. He should okay. be treated similar to the way Mrs. Clinton was treated.
2: Ah, okay, 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 okay. And I agree with you on that. I agree second with you on point, that.
1: Second very important point. Is that there's a simple solution to this. If Trump runs and he loses, you could criminally prosecute him then if this is not a really a political motivation. Two, you can impeach him again. And three, if he wins the presidency, you can simply have a criminal action after he leaves the presidency. That's the easiest remedy, and that's a fair remedy because it takes the judicial out of the political system and it puts well, it where it should be
2: the go election. Ahead, John. I I hear you, Jay, and I I thank you for your comment. But but the way I see it is there's also uh, another option. And how about this? If, If an American president has not done something so egregious or something so out there, we're going to criminally prosecute an American president of the United States, possibly, for this nonsense? What What's really going on is that the system is stating that Trump is a serious threat and get rid of him by any means necessary. That's what's really going on. Dominic Carter here with you. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano and the other side of Midnight. Time for a break. When we come back, I will have my Dominic Carter Care segment. And, of course, more of your telephone calls up until the top of the hour. We'll be right back. W-A-B-C.
4: He's your numero
8: Uno. Highlighting stories that
1: hit close to home from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares.
2: You have to feel for this family. You really have to feel for the family. A chilling photo shows the whole that a bullet left in the car of a New Jersey family before grazing the mom and barely missing her four-year-old daughter on the Williamsburg Bridge over the weekend. This is what life has come to in New York under progressives. The woman's husband was driving her in the vehicle and their young daughter, who was in the back seat. And this was about 11 p.m. at night, and it was on the approach to the Manhattan-bound side when they heard a gunshot, according to police. Again, you have to feel for the family. This this story could have had a much more tragic, tragic ending. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Marano on the other side of Midnight, Joel on the Upper West Side. Good morning, Joel. What's on your mind?
0: Good morning, uh, Dominic. Uh, a couple things I want to point out. <clears throat> the uh, the ability to d- to agree, disagree, disagree is definitely off the table on the left side. I think that the right still has that possibility, and you are kind of a shining example of that because you listen to the other people and gives them the opportunity to speak. However, they hang themselves in their own speaking, too. They're only right in the way they are. I'll, get, I'll cite you an example of Stan, what he recently said. I was listening, and he said something along the lines of, well, either they'll repeal it or they won't. I can tell you that for sure. They'll do that. He's just, he just covered all the bases. In other words, he's definitely right because they are going to repeal it or they won't. And it's just like there's the the anger that's lying underneath And the self-righteousness that's going on is just brooding underneath. And I'll tell you this, there's a lot of people on the other side who also are angry, but I think they're quieter and they're going to have the power to vote at the box and make the difference when it comes to it. And I think that a lot of people who are independents are also feeling this this, uh, undertow as well, and it will be react to, and I think that we will have a big swing in the pendulum come November.
2: Well, Joe, we will see soon enough. We will see with the midterm elections literally right around the corner. Uh, thank you for the call. But, but I, you are correct. Uh, I, I take all the calls, and if I give folks the opportunity to hang themselves, no matter who it may be, uh, so oftentimes the comment is uh, direct and on point, and other times comments can be. Uh, uh, disturbing or disillusional but eventually you the other callers and listeners will hear that for yourself because the person not realizing it will offer the counter-argument in their own statement let's go up to rockland county jimmy in new city good morning what's on your mind
5: dominic good morning it, um, is this
2: my buddy story. jimmy
5: yes it is Dom. It's been a while. how are, in- are you very good. I'm uh, on a crazy twelve-hour, seven-day-a-week schedule. Um, so and how's
2: your wife and daughter?
5: Uh, excellent. Back to school tomorrow, and wow, she's excited. We redid her room for her, and she's just just so excited to to start the new year. So it's all And, and,
2: and your your wife is doing well. Absolutely. I'm We're glad to good. hear that. Go right ahead, Jimmy.
5: Well, my condolences on your loss, Dominic. I know it's painful. Well, thank, and it's you. thank you. Thank so. you.
2: It just seems like, Jimmy, to be honest with you, lately it just seems like I can't catch a break, you know, um, yeah. in terms of the death issue. But but go ahead.
5: It does. They do come. I, I, I'm i with you on that one. It, it just does come, and it seems you're in, involved with that for a, a long time, and then there's a dry spell, thankfully, and then it comes back or something. But, you know, just the whole thing, is, you know, All the investigations, money spent, all the resources of the federal government, and they don't have anything on this guy yet? I mean, and then they're going after him now, again. Come on now. He must be the squeakiest clean person on the planet, let alone a politician. You know what I mean? Yes. To to be still with, they have nothing. I mean, to investigate him that much, no one could get away with it. They'd have me on something, who knows? And I play by the book, small you know, fry in the big thing. You know what I mean?
2: Right. But, but, Is it true but, that
5: they just he must be so clean? I mean,
2: but Jimmy, but but even but even beyond that, we it, we yeah. have to be honest and fair. Do you Absolutely. think that the system would come after Obama for this, or do you well, think they would negotiate something backdoor communications?
5: Sure, I hear all these things are in a dirty old warehouse in Chicago, unprotected by the Secret Service, and who knows whatever.
2: And so, you know, I know, everybody within the sound of my voice knows that they would never in a million years do to Obama what they're doing uh, to Trump right now. And it That's didn't true. happen to Hillary Clinton. And it surely no. wouldn't happen to her husband. So if it wouldn't happen much to Trump. More
5: egregious. Say that again. I believe he's much more egregious. I, I hear you, done. Jimmy.
2: I mean, but but if it, but if it wouldn't happen to Obama, and we know it wouldn't happen to Obama. Yeah. I mean, let let's be honest. Obama is the saint that can do no yeah, wrong, right. right? Yeah. So
5: right.
2: it it would never happen to Obama. It didn't happen to Hillary Clinton. It would never happen to Bill Clinton. It would never it would never happen to any American president. But yet, but, but, Go ahead, Jimmy. Go no, I just
5: it's, but it, I think that's been so established it's a system. Um, you know, what I mean, it's completely biased system, and it's just been going on forever. That I've given up on that whole thing. It's just out there. It's so evident. And Levin stated that you know they lied to us. A lady had done a statement with with uh, Russia, the Soviet Union. They lied to us, and we kind of we know they're lying to us. But we believe the lies, and then they continue to lie to us, and we still believe. You know what I mean? It just gets that much worse. I and then I, that's the
2: I, I, I I hear you, Jimmy, and uh, and I appreciate your call. I appreciate the neighbor that you are um, as a listener of the WABC family. Jimmy is the real deal, folks. The man has a heart of gold, and I, Jimmy, I, I thank you for the call. I look forward to chatting with you in the future. And uh, before I bring in Frank Marano, let me go to Ilona in Westchester. Good morning, and then we're going to be joined by Frank Marano, folks. It's so nice to talk to you. Oh, listen, the the animals that are being tortured, there was a
4: lady on Facebook that was drowning her dog. So I think we need a lot of people to go to these places and pee up and not let them forget what what has happened to these animals. Because these kids... You know, they're dangerous because once they do this, now it's going to be when they get older, it's going to be, you know, humans. And right. if you don't have a exactly. soul and you don't have a conscience, you're dangerous. And these are little horrible, horrible kids to do this. There is
2: something wrong with them, and they should be put in a mental institution seriously, you know? Right. But 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 ask yourself this, and, I, and I'm just going to throw this out there. Where, where's mommy? Wh Where, Where's daddy? We's grandma, with grandpa. And I'll, I'll leave you with that. Thank you very much for the call. I'm now joined by Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, Frank. Good
7: morning, Dominic. Hello. It's great to talk with you. I hope you had a nice Labor Day. I know you were working, uh, but uh, yeah. it, I hope you got a chance to relax a little bit. Uh, (laughs) No, not so much. How about you? How was your Labor Day? Good, great. You know, it seems like, I'm sure you can relate to this, when we work odd hours during the week, it seems like you try to cram so much in terms of errands and in terms of catching up and in terms of social activity into the weekend, and uh, sometimes that only seems to be multiplied when it comes to the three-day weekend. So sometimes you, the, the weekends feel a little busier than, uh, than the rest of the week, but uh, it was great to uh, be able to spend time with Rachel and Carmine, and I'll give some highlights and low lights throughout the course of the next four hours. I do want to mention that uh, today, or maybe it was technically yesterday, is the 30th anniversary of one of the most important cable channels in America, and that's New York One. And uh, you're too modest to mention this, but I, I must mention this. The only reason anybody knows um, anything about New York One, the only reason New York One has had any indelible impact on New Yorkers' lives and the lives of people in this country and been a model for other stations in the country is because, of the incredible work that you did at New York One uh, for decades. I mean, the uh, debates that you moderated, your coverage of everything from the first World Trade Center attack to the September 11th attack to the mayor's race to the governor's race, it's uh, unlike, I think, any journalist has left an impact on any one media outlet. And uh, even if they don't give you credit, I think you should be really proud of that. And those of us that watch New York One on a regular basis, we're proud of you, and uh, I am... Well. Certainly appreciative of whenever you used to have me on there as well.
2: That's, that's very kind and nice of you to say, Frank. You, you're a man of, uh, of tremendous, tremendous class. Thank you. What do you have coming up this morning?
7: Well, we had an extra interesting show. We uh, are going to do part two of my conversation with Malachi McCourt. Malachi McCourt is uh, currently in hospice, but it looks like he's going to outlive hospice. And uh, I actually taped this interview on Friday. The guy sounds as energetic as any 91-year-old, let alone a terminally ill 91-year-old, that I've ever spoken to. The guy has a great attitude and is about as witty as can be. I'm looking forward to talking with him about a wide variety of subjects. And a a gentleman who believes that professional sports, by and large, are all fixed. He's going to join me to tell me what a role the sports gambling businesses have in the world of professional sports being fixed. It's going to be a pretty provocative conversation. And we also are going to take a look at the state of the American labor movement and the American workplace these days.
2: Well, another great show is coming your way, folks, in two minutes with Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Frank and I are going to take as many of your calls as we can until the top of the hour. Alyssa in Manhattan, you're chatting with Frank and Dominic.
6: Hey Frank. Hey Dominic. Um, Dominic, I just wanted to express my sorrow for the loss of your friend Wayne. Thank you. um, That I cannot be easy for you. I have friends who I've known as long as you've known him, and I can't imagine losing them. Um, And I just wanted to say, you know, um, coming on, you know, such a short time after losing Dolce, and uh, the fact that. You know, you go to work and you deal with other people's losses, and then you're dealing with your own loss at home, um, that it might be a good idea if you could find some time alone, um, you know, go to like an empty beach or something to be alone with your thoughts. So hey, that Alyssa, you I, everything. The, the,
2: the show is wrapping up, so I have to step in. It's funny you say that because that's exactly what I thought about today, about some alone time uh, for myself. You want to keep it right there, folks. Frank Marano, The Other Side of Midnight, coming up right now on Talk Radio 77 WABC.